Okay, shall we? Is Karen still here? I'm still here. <laughs> shall we? I'm just, I'm just oh thinking about all the stuff we're going to have to cut out of this. <laughs> but it's only been 36 minutes. It's not yeah, that bad. Yeah, but we said we wanted the episodes to be 25 minutes. I know. <laughs> it's the good chat, a good place to have a good chat about the good place. Welcome to The Good Chat, a good place to have a good chat about The Good Place. I'm Anusha Chevy. I'm Karen Craft, and coming to us live through a video chat slash audio chat through Facebook, <laughs> it's... From Hawaii, it's... <laughs> Sally! <laughs> I love how you gave your own like, intro music. Yeah. <laughs> Here's hoping this will work out for you um, listeners at home. Um, Otherwise you'll get really two-thirds so. of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this week we're chatting about Season 3, Episode 8, titled Don't Let the Good Life Pass You By, directed by Dean Holland, written by Andrew Law. Oh, yeah. holy moly macaroni, this was an episode and I got my comeuppance, let's get straight into it people. Every week we start oh, with our 30 second yeah. recap <laughs> and this week... I think it's your turn. It is my turn. So, Yay. Um, here we go. I am ready for this because I am so on a high right now from my win oh my that God. I feel like I can smash oh this to bits. Your 30 Hit seconds me. begins in three now. There's a montage scene at the beginning of the show. It's an old man. He's picking radishes. It turns out it's Doug Fawcett. Um, Michael and Janet get to the um, see him and talk to him about the good place. They know that he's trying to get points. Turns out his um, entire philosophy is flawed. Um, Chidi and um, Eleanor finally end up talking about what happened and they Ten fall seconds. in love. The demons come through and they find everyone. Janet has the most freaking kick-ass fight scene. They... Kill everybody and then sure. it happens. Oh no. <laughs> it was it was alright. Come on. It was pretty good. I got to the important parts. The right. Janet's white scene. Yes. yes. And that me being really right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um guys. Holy moly, macaroni, yeah, I'm gonna say it again. Yeah. There was, oh I my think God. I, I'm I'm mad enough to admit that yes, you were right about it being Doug Fawcett. Oh, my favorite words in the universe are Anusha, you are right. I would, however, <laughs> like to point I'm out. The details too. I would, however, like to point out that I think you were the one who was saying, "Oh, it's not about him being the best person in the world. It's about him getting the message out there," and that is completely not at all what their intention was. But it was because they want him to, him to be no, the blueprint. They want, yeah, right? they want him to be. The, yeah, exactly. They want him to be the best person. They want him to be a model that everyone else could. Base their okay, life fine. on, I mean, which I brought up, and you just and you said, oh no no no, they want like someone who can get the message out there or okay. some well, weird shit like that. That is what I meant by getting the message out there, as he being like the Jesus Christ figure of this new movement. But again, I don't think that's what they want. I think they just wanted a model that they could help other people like base their things. Okay, on. fine. Either so way, like to take notes and learn from it. And yeah, like have a definitive. Yeah, have a definitive like yes no answer to is this the best way to live? Because like Chidi's been helping them yeah. think of the True. questions but they don't have answers whereas okay. with Doug Fawcett the idea was that maybe okay. they had answers tiny technicality I was still right yes broadly speaking you were still <laughs> right I actually think you were so mostly right yes. like, the fact that it was because he had 
location. How much, how, mu- how much was Doug for set right? How much was Doug for set right? It was like ninety three percent. Yeah, it was no, it was like ninety two percent or something like that. You were that percent right. Yes, which is fine by me. <laughs> okay, Solly, I feel like we're talking over you because we can't fully hear you. So, did you have any thoughts that you want to mention right away? Um, I think Anusha is really vindicated. I feel like a fool. She is a genius <laughs> and somehow understands the show much better than both of us put together. I feel like you're reading their minds because you both are super lateral crazy. <laughs> Please <laughs> keep stroking my ego. Enough. It is loving it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am also really glad that Kieran brought up the point that you did somehow think that Doug Forsyth would be famous on Earth, okay. which he definitely no, is he- not. Because, like, he's famous to Michael, but no one else knows yeah. who he is. Well, the fa- there... Okay. okay. Le- we can, we can yes. discuss this so, more later. So, let's just quickly do um, what we were, want were to... Were there any bits that, that weren't covered in the recap? Yeah. Because there was... They went to meet Doug and, like, Michael and Janet very quickly realised... Become mis- That he and- does so much good for everyone else yes. that it makes him miserable. I do feel like, though, that wasn't the thing that draw- that made me think about his situation. Because they were like, oh, he's a happiness pump. He gives everyone else happiness yeah. at the ba- sacrifice yeah. of his own. Which I think, like, is an interesting thing. And that's, like, the philosophical idea for the episode. Yeah. But what made me think is, like, he has a crystal clear idea of what the, of what the afterlife is... He knows how the point system works, and he's going towards that. Which means all of his yeah. actions are meaningless. Yeah. Because he's doing it to save himself. Yeah. Is this what you're wanting to talk about? Yeah. I, maybe, <laughs> but like, yeah. Okay, just checking, because, yeah. We're, well, I, I we're can getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're getting ahead were of ourselves. Were there any other story bits that you that we think were missed in the recap? Um. So, cute little moment of Chidi and Jason doing Jacksonville um, uh, pool. Mm, yeah. That was cute. What do you think, Solly? Anything else? Eleanor telling Chidi what happened in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. Which I did quickly mention, and but how yeah. She feels and stuff. Yeah. They did actually talk about how and how she felt, yeah. Them deciding to go see the accountancy team, which I think is so exciting and finally getting to the heart of yeah. everything we want, which is like, yes, fix the system. Yes, one hundred percent. And that, that's like what the finale of the episode, the like cliffhanger of the episode was, them deciding to go to the accountant after Janet kicked all the demons' ashes. Yeah. Oh, um, the extent in which Michael um and Janet are like fanboying over um Doug is so great. Yeah. Um I also really liked how they showed his weird quirks, like having a snail um funeral. <laughs> funeral for so many <laughs> animals. So many random animals. It was great for a snail yeah. of all things. Um were, were there any other story bits that we missed out? Like story point that they think so, though. like this one was surprisingly mm. light on story because yeah. so much of it was just learning about Doug's character yeah. and like yeah. really getting into the heart of really the getting problem. into him yeah, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like hugely about like moving the plot forward until like that final fight scene yeah which was so unexpected oh so man aloha oi aloha oi it's time for an ad break. This episode was brought to you by Hawaii. Ooh, Hawaii. Crash. Quaka. Splash. Beaches. Aloha. Mahalo. Cacao. Seagulls. Hawaii. Wow. That was... And that was the (laughs) end. Um, what a generalization of Hawaii that was. I love it. (laughs) I've been here for a whole how many hours? I'm an expert now. Of course. Isn't that how it always works? Oh my goodness. Here's what I want to talk about. How right was I, guys? (laughs) 
Thank you very much you for the applause. Right. You were very right. <laughs> Strength and ego is getting bigger and bigger. It loves the attention. Come on, bring it to me. Bring me the love. So I'm really excited just talking... because this is our first vindicated crazy theory. Exactly. Yay! Yes. Can so vindicated. Turn. Okay. Does yeah. does this give you more hope for your crazy time travel theory? Yes. I still definitely think that Jason's name is not Jason. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I totally agree with that. Okay, that wasn't actually what I wanted to talk about. It was just what I, t- what I wanted to bring up. Because that was the lead-in to what you wanted to talk about. I feel really, really good about myself right now. <laughs> okay, um, oh here's God. what I want to talk about. Oh, my love for Janet cannot grow anymore. I didn't think it was possible. Yay. But oh holy mother-fucking shirtballs. That woman was the kick-ass James Bond leading lady we knew she could always be and it happened and oh my god I feel like just she is representing all of us superwoman right now and it is so great yes all of us non-women non-robot like <laughs> ancient deities yep yep representing all of us like everything that she did was incredible her ability to figure out that she has her abilities back when she touches the portal and well, that even, even before oh, that like the fact that she just knows everything about fighting so she yeah, was able to kick exactly the, the ashes yeah exactly the fact that she was She's just this massive here. insanely good fighter um and then on top of that her and jason having their little moment together because he helps her and she's like thanks honey well i wish she'd said that but she doesn't she just says thanks jason she's she's taking it slow she's taking it slow it's okay guys but also them going into the void i did Mm. not see that happening but how freaking great and wow i did never think that we were ever gonna actually see janet's void so this is exciting we might still not like it might might be like like dying at the end we didn't say true oh yeah they died that's right they died they might die at the end they might well no like i think what she says they definitely die on earth she she like explicitly said that like you have died on earth once we go into the void yeah Oh, really? I thought it was saying like, that you might what? have done that once you come uh, to survive. I, th- I think it's you might not. I don't know. I think it's you might will... not survive, but yeah. you will definitely die on Earth. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. Oh. So Which I, is so very I... exciting because, like, it's definitely not the season finale and they're already dead on Earth. And it's like, yep, like, yep, as always, doing it way before we expected to. Yeah. They're already dead on Earth. We're already back into the meta realm. Yeah. But we also know that, like, the doors, like, there are there is at least another door from the bad place to earth which means like they have another path back to earth if they choose to go that route no because that was sean's door yeah but what i'm saying is like destroyed that now because yeah but like they built one once they could build another one yeah true like now like because michael thought it wasn't possible right right, but they built a door they were able to build a door into the earth yeah yeah, Um, yeah, okay i think we're getting away from janet though because janet was amazing yes because essentially like Janet, like, just being Janet, is already amazing. She's a great fighter, you know. Yeah. She knows everything. She can kick everyone's ashes. But, like, as soon as she, like, gets in touch with the afterlife and she's like, oh, my powers are back, you realise, oh, they are travelling with a god. Yeah. <laughs> they are travelling with someone who can manipulate reality. God-like, anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
100%. And it's like, oh, sweet, okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy for these people now because, like, they befriended this, like, all-powerful being. Exactly. And I love the fact that, like, Michael's like, we defeated the demons. Oh, actually. And then, like, Chidi looks at him and is like, um, you mean Janet? And he's like, yes, Janet J- defeated. Janet, defeated. Janet did the, all of the work. I'm like, good. Don't take this away from her. This was her shining moment. I yeah. really want to know if Darcy did all of the fight scenes herself or well, no, they, they would have had some of it would have no. been stunt doubled but I feel like she would have probably given it a go fight choreography is not something to like mess around with if you don't know what you're doing true and so like Darcy's a performer so she does know somewhat of what she's doing but like if she's not trained to do that like there's no point well, that, in like having that's what I'm, more than that's what I'm curious about is whether or not she does know any of that stuff she might have like trained for some of this before right like yeah, anyway we don't know yeah but it was just something that i was curious about and i thought it was really really awesome solly did you have any janet thoughts she looked really cool i love that eleanor also thought she looked hot because she did look hot yes. love it she's always, like, always being like a constantly yeah yeah <laughs> here's what i want to talk about it's kind of a bummer like doug forsyth through trying to avoid an eternity of the Can we just say, hell, it's Doug Fawcett. His it's name Doug is Doug Fawcett, not Forsyth. Oh, whatever, it was hard to read in the audio cut, whatever. Okay, what were you Doug saying about Doug Forsyth? Doug Forsyth, um, so Doug Forsyth, um, he, like, through, 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 Sorry, through we're a laughing. very, we still very understandable and human desire to avoid being tortured for eternity in hell just ends up living a life where he's basically torturing himself for the duration of his whole life on earth and it's really really sad and like sort of paradoxical because yeah you're avoiding the eternity of torment maybe because probably knowing the point system doesn't validate it all but like it means that you are not living a happy life enjoying yourself on earth yeah and which i think is the whole you know backbone behind why the system is broken and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. The, this is actually, I think, why I was so adamant that, like, Doug Fawcett wouldn't be the perfect person to follow. If Doug Fawcett knows the way the afterlife is, he can't do things in order to protect himself. Like, be, because any good thing he does in order to secure his place in the good place is meaningless yeah. for the same reason that any good things that Kahani yeah. did were meaningless. So that's why I was like, oh no, he can't be because then he'd li- he's going to go to the bad place. So he's not heading for the good place but anyway. But the difference being that he doesn't actually know that that's the reality. He just has hypothesized well, that this is the end game and I'm going to live my life according to these rules. Which is exactly what most people do according to most religions, right? Okay. I believe that I'm going to either go to hell by being doing these certain things or go to heaven by abiding these certain roles. Okay, yes, that's a very good, like, thought. I would, however, like to say that we explicitly find out in this episode that, like, he knows, he is certain about it. I mentioned last episode that, oh, he might just have an idea of how it works, but he doesn't know for sure. And, like, from that point of view, I was like, okay, that is, can how, how can But he's not saying that he knows. Well, no, he is. No, he's not. The way not. he was talking in this episode, he knows. He's talking about point totals. Yeah. He's talking about the accountant. He knows. He believes with fundamental certainty. It's not just, here's what I think is going to happen. Here's like, this is the reality of it. And that's why and it doesn't work. So in but the, he's in doing the, it without the full knowledge that no, that is but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. The though, only thing sure. that he is missing is the knowledge that what he's doing is meaningless. That's yeah. the only thing he's missing out on. Right. Everything else he knows for certain. Right. But this is what. So I, what's your point? 
it's not the same as him just having a belief system. It's him having a belief of how the world works as sure as gravity. It's not just a, here's what I think is going to happen, but no one knows for sure. It's a, no, this is, this is proof. I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. Like, this it is goes guaranteed. back to his intention. His intention is to maximize his points because of his belief system. It's not because he fundamentally wants everyone to be the most happy they can possibly be. Yeah, he's, he's not trying to be a good person for its own sake. He's not trying to be a good person because he wants the world to improve. He's being a good person because he knows for a fact that if he doesn't, he's going to burn in hell. Or, well, and the bad place. being tortured. Yes, and I totally agree with you guys, but I also think there's a level of where there's the difference between, like, the gang knowing what the good place is and what the bad place is from the, and word knowing, of an angel. from the word of the people who have been there and experienced it compared uh -huh. to somebody who has not done that who hasn't actually seen the evidence of that right see i feel like this so is I getting into this is getting into sort of like a question of scale because like i know how gravity works yeah I can't do, like, equations with general and special relativity to figure out, like, exactly how gravity is going to affect a planet. Sure. I don't have that knowledge. But just because I'm missing, say... The proof! Well, no. What, what I'm saying is just because I'm missing 20% of how gravity works doesn't mean I don't can't fundamentally base my reality on knowledge that, yes, gravity is certain. Yes, but we've proven that gravity is... The, uh, it's a proof. It's not like. The, do you see what I mean? Well, no, but, he no, again, he this, isn't able to this prove is any no, no, of this. This is what I'm saying. We have proof that that uh, what is it? We have proof that Newtonian gravity exists. Yes. We do not in our world have proof that Einsteinian gravity exists. Okay. But but no. Here's what I'm saying. I believe yes. that Einsteinian like gravity works. I don't have proof that I can't prove that in my reality. But I'm still going to operate on the assumption that that is how it works. But okay. what, what it is, is that is now, like, a fundamental part of how I view reality. It's not a, oh, I think it's this way, but we can't know for certain. Because we know for certain everything has held up, like, Einstein's theories. Yes. So what I'm saying is, like, that is now, like, fact. It's not just a thought of what might be, but, like, who yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not okay. just a belief. It is, a, like, a, like, a fundamental fact yes. in my view of reality. Yes, 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 yes. When Anusha was talking, I was a little bit like, oh, this is, like, the difference between, like, faith and knowledge. Because yes. Because she's mm. saying that the gang have knowledge that yes. this is how the point system works, which is why Anusha thinks it invalidates it. But Doug Forsyth has absolute faith yes. that the system works in that way, and that's why it doesn't, for her, invalidate that. Yes. I think, and I think Kieran thinks, that it's more about intention. If he intends okay. only for the points, knowledge or faith, then mm. it doesn't count. But it might be that you're right, Anusha, and it's about, yeah. you know, not no, having concrete knowledge. Yeah. Because you, you were right once, and, so um, who knows? Well, I also just think because yeah, of yeah, the yeah, fact... Yeah, yeah, You just do the, clearly understand them better. Yeah, I, well, the only reason why I'm adamant about this is because the reason why the gang can't get into the good place is because they have, for knowledge, proof full proof that this is what the reality of the situation is. So they are going to the bad place because no matter what action they take to be good people and get good points is not going to help them anymore so because I, they so have you, knowledge of so it. So are you saying that even in the current situation, Doug Fawcett could theoretically, his, well, his actions could get him into the good place? Yes. Except we know that isn't true because yeah. Sean knows that he's going to the bad place. Yes, which is why I think that the reason why this twist at the end is so important to the storyline because then it's actually going to build up the whole reasoning behind why him just 
being a good person isn't gonna it all ties in together right at the end we're just isolating doug's situation then that's his that's his reality of what's going on and how he gets into the good place and the bad place but we know because we have the knowledge of the good place and the bad place and sean and all of this other stuff michael and like Janet are we us, taking sean's like doug Forsyth is definitely going to the bad place thing as concrete fact well that's we exactly that it because how can you trust him assuming the worst of people exactly how can you trust him he's a demon he could be setting up an entire thing to track Michael I and Jenna off of yeah. which is why they kick him off and be like we don't want to listen to him anymore because do I we th- really I want th- to trust a demon if, if, that's, right? if that's true okay but I still think that Doug Forsett probably is headed to the bad place because he's had the wrong like motivation sure and oh, like yeah. even though even if he hasn't like seen because I think honestly in his mind he has seen the proof sure in his hallucination he saw the proof so I think I think fundamentally I don't think it is a question of like faith versus well maybe it is a question of faith versus knowledge but I think like as much as like um, the Soul Squad can be certain that they yeah, died, yeah, yeah. The, and they they know what the afterlife yeah. holds, I think he has as much certainty and yeah. as much proof on his side. Sure. So I think yeah. if they are beholden to like a uh, you know risk of not being able to survive, yeah. of, of not being able to have the actions count for anything, I think he is the ex- in the exact same position, mm-hmm. regardless of like whether he is you know doing good in the world, regardless yeah. of whether it okay. was, regardless of whether he hasn't yeah. had an angel literally tell him, no, you are correct. Yeah. Okay. I think they're coming from the same Yeah, I, get a, I can 100% get on board with that as well. I'm going to trim out yeah. so much of this. Oh, no, we have been going off on a total tangent, yeah. I, I will say one thing. I, I agree with Kieran, like, mostly, except, like, outside of the show, I agree with Kieran, absolutely. But then I'm so surprised that Michael didn't bring it up in the episode. I thought that's what he was going to say, is, like, yes, the, there's a problem with the system, and I'm so glad they went there. But, like, I thought he was going to bring up, like, at the end, like, oh, no, like, because Doug's doing it only for points, you know, he's not going to get in the good place. Because Michael didn't bring that up, that's the only thing that makes me hesitate and think, mm. oh, maybe that's not going to be a plot point. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe Anusha's right. Here's what I want to talk about. Okay. The point system. Yes. In general. Yes. It was discussed here because, like, there's a specific accountant. Yeah. Female accountant. Um, (laughs) Cut, woman of colour accountant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Vicky's evil twin. Yes. Oh, my God. Can I please play Vicky's evil twin? (laughs) Anusha? But yeah. Oh, my mum would be but so, so proud. Like what? <laughs> what you said, Solly, about like um, Michael not bringing it up because maybe there's another issue at play. Maybe think that potentially with Doug Fawcett's way of living, there is a positive po- point total to any good action you do and a negative point <clears throat> value to any negative thing you do. Right? That's like a fundamental rule. Like how how much it is, how yep. much they yeah. It, that's up for debate. Like for each action, because yep. we don't know for most things. But, like, we know there's a certain amount of, like, um, subjectivity to it. Mm. Not in terms of, like, um, judging how bad something is, but in terms of whether something is bad. Because someone, like, there was a thing, like, if you're born in France, you're going to the bad place because being born in France is yeah. a negative thing. Which, again, it's like a joke. It's played for laughs. It, it is yeah. a funny thing. But if we th- think of that as, like, a fundamental way that this works... The, ru- the point totals were set up by someone, maybe the accountant, maybe, like, some god figure, like, saying these are good things, these are bad things, with no room for debate. Yeah. So it's possible, A, this is sort of a two-part thing. One, there's the general idea of, like, 
whatever prejudices whoever set up the system has, those come into play. Mm. So, like, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, being gay was a would yeah. give you negative point values, whereas I don't think anyone would say that, at no. least no one who's yeah. working on the show would, uh, would say suggest that, that to yeah. that. Yeah. And I think, on the other hand, there is also the possibility, on a lighter note, <laughs> self-care might give you positive point totals. Ah. So by intentionally making things hard for yourself and never giving yourself... Yeah like, the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. never, like, taking care of your own body, that might also have negative point values. Because, like, the I could imagine, within the world of the show, the idea of, like, consuming a gross hot dog would be negative point values, whereas eating a carrot is positive values, right? Right. And so, on the one hand, yes, there's the general, like, is it good for the environment? Is it good for the world? Is it, like, good for the animals? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's also possible that somewhere in there is a, you are eating something that is bad for you, versus you are eating something that's good for you. I don't know if that's the case. Mm. Because they haven't said it. But I can imagine if we're going with the idea that maybe Doug Fawcett isn't doomed because of his intentions. Maybe he's doomed for some other reason. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that being a thing where if you're a happiness pump, the happiness you put out in the world is a positive. But your own, like, miserableness Mm. is a negative. Is a negative value, yeah. Especially if, like, people know that you're out there and they feel a little bit bad about themselves because of how good you're doing and how bad you make them feel. I'm I'm starting to think that this entire point system was set up by someone who was intrinsically just wanting to play with a system that they thought would be fun to see what would happen, right? Like, there was actual no intent behind it, but they just wanted to be like, what if I did this and did this? Like, yeah, and I'm going to push this button, and I want to see for a millennia what the results of this experiment is going to be like. And that's the entirety reason behind why this even exists in the first place. Anusha, you, um... Just lended more credibility to my crazy theory of alternate universe. Because okay. <laughs> hey, I, w- I do want to point out your original theory wasn't alternate like universe. Your original theory was time travel. Lots of neighborhoods. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what did you say, Karen? Your original theory wasn't alternate universe. It was time travel. Yeah. So, are you oh, setting up oh, another they theory still now? Match each other. I said. Like, no, 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 no. You have to be very specific. You were talking about time travel, not the multiverse. I think it's all together. No, no. Time travel is not... Time travel has nothing to do with the multiverse. No, well, actually, no. I am with Solly there. I do, like, it's the classic Back to the Future three lines thing. There's, like, the original yeah. timeline, there's the branching timeline, and there's the timeline that you restore it to. Yeah. So, like... I can understand how time travel is, rather than actually travelling in time, it's travelling to a different version of reality. I can understand that. But that's totally different. But I'm just saying that that was not what was discussed. (laughs) Yeah. You were talking about travelling to a multiverse. Solly, we will stop stop interrupting you. You say what you wanted to say. Yes, please. They mentioned it before, right? Like, that they could be, like, Michael could just be created by something bigger who was created by something bigger who was created by something bigger. Like, I totally think that maybe the resolution to this crazy plot and system is that they find out that there's different, you know, universes and different Earths where they use different systems and then they're just trying to figure out which one's the best one. I mean, that's freaking crazy and I love it. (laughs) Yeah, for crazy fan theories. (laughs) Yay! Well, you, your crazy fan theory got resolved and you were right. So now you need to move on to another one. Yeah, so that's well, your one. I'm, and my spin on it is that there's, you know, traveling between. 
Yeah. I'm still waiting to see what my um, good place people are doing. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm waiting for now. I feel like I've really gotten the hang of how the show works, though. <laughs> yes, yes, you're doing very well, Anusha. Thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this entire episode is just a big ego stroke for me. <laughs> it's time for the good word. Um, so we checked into our Airbnb today, and then I turned on the TV, and there were two remotes, so it took a really long time for me to figure out what to do. And then when I finally turned it on, I noticed that at the bottom of one of the remotes, it said Netflix, and then I pushed Netflix, and then someone named Steven had a signed-in account, and then we clicked on Steven, and the Netflix worked, and so we have free Netflix from Steven. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Steven. Thanks, Steven. Shout out. Your Shout points out have just gone Shout up. <laughs> Steven's points have gone up. Your points have gone down, though, yeah, solely. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> 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 but my friend told to put a picture of the Netflix account in his email, and so we were thinking of emailing him and being like, thank you, and can we? But then I voted her down, so then I think my points... I think that would be more. significantly <laughs> creepier. <laughs> Please like and share this episode. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can email us on goodchatpod at gmail.com. Our old episodes are on our Good Chat YouTube channel. A big thank you to Jonathan Vanderhorn for composing our intro music. You've been listening to The Good Chat.